All right, and welcome to the Film Coterie. This is our spoiler edition of Hereditary, and uh, I'm, I'm here with Adam and Bridget, and uh, they have both seen Hereditary. The gloves are about to come off. I'm so excited. Can't wait to see them fight. This will have an explicit tag. Are we fighting? We might fight a little. We might fight a little. Yeah. Might a little. So anyway, well, guys, gals, what'd you think? All right. Typical warning. We are going to spoil the entire movie. Oh, yes. I always forget that I know. Part. you got to warn people. So we're we're going to spoil it. She said it. I can say anything. You can say anything. I can anything. even curse. You can curse. We're going to spoil every inch of this film. So yep. if you've not seen the movie, don't listen to this episode. We have a spoiler-free review back in episode 52. This is the spoiler cast of Hereditary. Now, I want to set the evening. You sent, okay. me a, you sent me a text earlier. I did. I was angry. Let me read the text. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I no, think, wait a minute. You didn't get permission to read the text yet. Now I'm co- He's ding, getting ding, permission, ding. though, right now, because okay. I'm like there's, there's two feet personal. away from him. There's nothing right. personal here, but this is the text I got at 9.10. So Hereditary was over for about three minutes when this came to me. This is from Bridget. What a load of bullshit. <laughs> Fuck Hereditary. I'm so angry. Everyone with me is full of shit. <laughs> oh, no. You may like it, though. Yeah. <laughs> listen okay there was a lot of sign going on Mm -hmm. people might be tired (laughs) you said there was some snoring in your press screening there was there was a little bit of snoring like 10 minutes in i don't even know what that was about the premise was being set i I have no idea i struggled with the middle of the movie uh, a, a bit but I don't know if we want to just like break it down. Yeah, let's let's piece. jump into the beginning. Beginning's um, amazing. You've seen it more recently than me. I'm a month out, so I'm a little fuzzy on it. So you nah. may have to help plug in some details. I've already lost brain cells. We're fine. So it's a it's a family family of four. Mm-hmm. Your typical American family. Yeah. There typical may, being the relative word. There may have been. <laughs> maybe you picked up on this. Do you think her older son is Gabriel Byrne's kid, or do you think that was from a different relationship? It's not really spelled out in the movie that I'm aware of. It's not. And the same question crossed my mind. I I, I don't know. I really don't know. I could see it go either yeah. way. The thought crossed my mind. And then there, there were a few moments where I was looking at, you know, him and then the father. And I thought, what am I thinking? But I, I mean, I, think, I don't know. I think there's some dialogue, too, about messing up when she was younger. And it, it made me think that maybe... And the, her mother wanted nothing to do with right. this particular child, although... And then there's Charlie. And then you, there's Charlie. You've seen she's the clucking child that makes the art. Um, she keeps to herself. Uh, she's not very social, and her, her mom wants to push Not sure her. of her age. Yeah, and her mom wants to push her out into the world, go to a party, be normal, mm-hmm. be a teenager is kind of the gist of the earlier parts of this movie. Yeah, I mean, she's got that um, extravagant... Well, extravagant being it's just a really well-built treehouse. Uh, it's but an amazing treehouse. Inter- yeah. I mean, yeah, from the outside looking in, I mean, gorgeous treehouse. On the inside, it's quite simple, though. Um, but she's definitely an outsider, mm-hmm. like an introvert. You can tell she does not want to go to the party you're referring to. Um, and it definitely seems like there's a level of something related to her grandmother's death that she's dealing with through her creative talents. Um, and, and then grandma also, has died before the start of the film. Yes. We're opening up really at the funeral or, or close to the yep. funeral. And grandma was a presence. Uh, she'd lived with grandma the family. Grandma was a handful, it sounds like. But we never see her, really. Mm-mm. We see a body later. Mm. 
and this is a spoiler cast, but we don't know her as a person. We just right. learn about her through the other characters. And she lived with them before she died. She had that bedroom that's creepy that must stay closed. Mm-hmm. There's some witchcraft, satanic cult stuff on the ground around the bed. Did you see that symbol by the mm-hmm. one bedpost? Those triangles, man. Triangles and little markings above the beds that are like in pen of strange symbols. There's lots of stuff going on in the background and the edges of this film. The, the wallpaper has been decorated, and I don't think Charlie was the one who did it. No, I, I think it's Grandma. Char- Grandma has plans for Charlie. Yeah. Now, Charlie is a different child in that we already said she's an outsider, but there's something else going on with her. She kind of dresses... I don't know if it's his body image thing, but you can tell that she doesn't maybe fit in her body. She's got some issues where, you know, she's usually heavily dressed. It seems for every mm-hmm. room, a lot of clothes. She's always making toys that are mismatched, different heads on a body. And this matters later. But there's something going on yeah. with her that she just doesn't fit in her own skin or something. She that knows something. That almost reminds off. me of like Winona Ryder and like Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Like, right? She's wearing like the clothes and they're black. But yeah, there's definitely. And I, I mean, the more you make me think about this, the more brilliant I think it is. But I'm still angry. Still angry. I'm still angry. But you agree it's a good start to this film because... I agree. You know there's something wrong with Grandma. She's gone, but there's an early hint she's still around. Mm-hmm. I forget what it is, but it's something in the room, right? There's a Everyone's shadow. dealing with it differently. Some mm-hmm. folks could give a shit that Grandma's gone. Other folks are deeply impacted. Some folks don't know what to do quite yet. And right off the bat, it's pretty early in this movie that Tony Collette just makes this offhanded remark that Grandma used to breastfeed you. Yeah. What the hell is that about? Well, and they, they, we also see that in, in one of her miniatures, right? She makes these miniatures that sum up her life. We see the Grandma in hospice. We see some other scenes, and we see a, a breastfeeding scene. And similar to created. her daughter, like there's a level of that's her profession making these miniatures, but she's also using that outlet to work through the death in the family. Sorry, my phone is going off there. It's now silent. Roger is giving me the kill your phone sign. <laughs> That's my bad. It's all good. Sorry, the calves are playing right now, so my, my phone is being blown <laughs> up. So that's the opening of the movie. So you have like these broad sweeping themes. Is, is grief a theme or is it just kind of something, the vehicle to get things started? I, I was just going to say, Adam, I, I think it is a theme. I just think that's where like everyone is dealing with it differently and definitely it sounds and there's other things at play yeah. that we don't quite know what to do with and quite yet charlie was close to her grandma mm-hmm. we learned that well, well yeah we found out she was listen uh, listen to you guys talking she was grandma real close. was breastfeeding her well, that right. that's you know but that's wild there's an early scene where, where tony collette's tucking her in and charlie says who's gonna take care of me when you die mm-hmm. she doesn't even think she can take care of her yeah you know she's worried about her grandma's not here anymore who's gonna watch yeah. after me and her mom seems um to be a strong woman so there in in the mom hints at a level of struggle with her mom that has uh since passed charlie's grandma and i it's hard to make out the timeline a little bit in terms of like when they were getting along when they weren't then when grandma comes back in the picture and was there but not really so maybe when the grandma came back in at the end she was close to charlie but not with yeah, she her daughter wants, at, our, at all. It's weird. And she wants nothing to do with the older son. Right. And there's you learn later there's some drama there that uh, Tony Collette, she said she has some issues. I don't know if she specifically said what psychological issues she had, but she had a bad spell where she said she slept a lot, but she doused her son 
in lighter fluid. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. She had a sleepwalking incident where she covered him in lighter fluid and he woke up and she was standing there with the lighter. And that's why he didn't trust her. He's got issues with her. His own mom, because how do you get past that? How do you get past waking up to your mom almost igniting you? That's interesting. I almost wonder if they cut that out after the screening that you saw. Maybe. I, I mean, this was the no third. Way, no, no way. No I mean, they were at Sundance, and then A24 got it, and they were at South by Southwest and okay. Overlook. I mean, I think it's a final film, but there's a Roger, whole story. Roger, I'm never wrong, but I'm sometimes wrong. You know. So there's the dynamic. There's a lot of stuff going <laughs> in and on with this family, and Gabriel Burns just kind of decide. He's not really in the drama too well, much. He's protective of Charlie. So do we want to talk about yeah. the big thing? I mean, it's a, what? Yeah, we can talk about yeah. everything oh, that happened. Spoiler, spoiler, yep. So Charlie being in um, whatever awkwardness she's working through, and, and honestly, it could be a level of awkwardness that's totally normal, but Absolutely. where society perceives it is that um, the mom wants her to go to a party with her brother. Um, be normal. Be normal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, listen, kids, don't do drugs. Bad, bad stuff. Brother uh, has a little bit of fun, um, and Charlie has what? Um, she's nut allergic allergy. to nut allergies. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, she's allergic to nuts. And <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing at allergic to nuts. Yeah, we're... <laughs> nut allergies, easier nut- to say. I know, right? Nut allergy is much easier to say. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> That's um, why it's a spoiler cast. It's <laughs> a spoiler cast. And she, she partakes. Mm-hmm. All she has is some cake. I actually thought like maybe she was having edibles or something at first. Nope. It was that nut allergy, man. It got to her. And she gets good sister points here. Her brother is, is he with a girl? He's off and she doesn't want to bug him. Yeah. But she's not able to breathe anymore. She's no. trying to. She's trying she's to. She's trying to be cool. That cool man. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to get through this on her own. Oh my! Her throat's closing up. She's gagging. She's drinking water, and she does not want to bug her brother. So she gets sister points. But then it's too much. He's got to race her to the hospital. She's dying. She's her throat's and closed he, off. He actually reacts the appropriate mm-hmm. way. Like it, he grabs her, throws him up in her in in his arms, and and races her to the car. And man, he's going like ninety miles per hour to that hotel or to that hospital but country roads in the dark yeah she can't breathe so she's clawing at her neck she's mm-hmm. ripping her clothes open and she puts her head out the window to try to get air <gasps> dun, and then dun, dun. <laughs> hits a pole head comes off shocking Decapitated. Scene. well in the way they did that i thought was amazing because you you hear it you don't see it okay you know, something horrible's happened so this is called hereditary and it's all about inheritance and pass, conferring and passing something mm-hmm. from one generation to the next. But wasn't Charlie being groomed to be the to the grandmother's protege down yes. the road? Something else. Something else. Her whatever demonic cult leader. Anyway, go ahead. almost like she's being groomed to be like a Captain Howdy. Yeah. Right. I mean, in in a certain sense, but it's it's weird because it's not like. Your typical but now she's possession. dead, decapitated, or is she? But that, well, yeah, we're jumping she's ahead dead. a little bit. We're jumping I'm ahead sorry. a little bit. No, she's dead, but it's all part of a master plan. Oh, God. So, I mean, that that's where, I mean, when we talk about my frustration, I think that's where after, so that it starts off with the grandmother's death. Mm-hmm. And we have Charlie's death. This is all Which within, is surprising. like, the first. I never thought Charlie was going to die from all the advertising. Yeah. I thought she might have even been the threat in the of first this movie. 20, 30 minutes too. I mean, yeah. all this happens. So this is a shock when Charlie's head comes off. Especially again, going back to the marketing that we talked about in the last mm-hmm. episode, 
you would not expect Charlie to be killed off as soon as she is killed off. I assume she was like the main character or maybe the source of all what's going on in the house. Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, the next big portion of the movie is really how everyone is working Mm -hmm. through it. So you have dad, um, Gabriel Byrne, He's kind of the, I, I mean, he's, he's just trying to keep the peace in the family, right? Doesn't seem like he's struggling. He's neither here nor there. It just seems like most of his reactions are to everyone else. Then well, you've got the brother who's responsible, right? Yeah. And this is the scene that I mentioned earlier that affected me. So he comes home. You see kind of a, when the accident happens, he never looks back. He won't even look in the rearview mirror. He's just kind of sitting He calls there. to her, right? He says, Charlie, Charlie. He's just sitting there holding the wheel and... and you can see his brake lights behind him, and he's just not going to turn around or hit. Her body's just kind of lifeless. In the car. The, in, the, in the car. Amazing performance. Yeah. He goes home, and he's in a zombie-like state. He just leaves the car. The body's still there. He goes upstairs. He doesn't take anything off, not a jacket, not shoes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He gets he's in, the in bed. total shock. He's in total shock. He gets in the bed, and he just stares at the roof, and then it, it kind of does a time-lapse to morning, and you hear his family up. His parents are up. They're just having a normal morning getting coffee and she's going out to the car and this is the part that affected me because I knew what she was going to see and you're just hearing it he's sitting there listening to his mom about to find the horrible body of his sister out there and then just the screaming and it's an intense scene he hasn't slept a wink the camera is just dead set on his eyes you know as he's off to the side and yeah they did an amazing job with with the sound there it's and just like the tear and the reaction and then it immediately cuts so the editing in this movie I don't know what to do with because okay. there it, it just felt like um, especially um, as it related to time transitioning but that scene that you're referring to where the mom's screaming and you know um, it goes from her son in the bed hearing the mom scream to a split second in the bedroom of like the mom on the floor and the dad trying to console her to immediately at the funeral mm-hmm. to immediately at the gathering post-funeral it's an interesting transition and there's no police involvement i think that's where i started to wonder kind of the believability with what was happening but the the editing's interesting because sometimes Mm -hmm. it'll go like from dust to dawn i mean and the editing's choppy and it's kind of cool because you don't usually see that but at the same time you don't expect it so you don't know what to do with it it could be a little bit off-putting then as well because it 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 it's kind of it's staggering. Okay. So it has people like me thinking about it. Right. Not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Just don't know what to do with it. Sure. And the movie's really self-contained when it comes to the family. There's not like a friend character. I mean, they're, it's really just them in the house. There's no well, police. There's... And then there's a friend of the mom that comes in that ties mm. into the plot. She's going through her grief. She blames Ann her Dowd. son. Bravo. It is a good performance from Ann Dowd. Just in case she didn't scare you enough with the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> So they're all dealing with their grief, and Tony Collette blames her son. There's some ugly stuff there for what happened, you know. There's definitely more to the story mm-hmm. than what you get. Yeah. Well, I mean, she even said, what, at some point she's talking to her son about how she didn't try to, what, have an abortion, but she tried to have a miscarriage, yeah. right? So... Again, whatever that um, history is that um, isn't detailed out or, or made um, made aware to us, there's yeah. definitely something there where she has a level of resentment towards him. Don't know what it is, but there's something there. Mm-hmm. 
and she goes to grief counseling. She pulls away the first time, but she eventually goes and she meets this this Ann Dowd character. Meets, yeah, Joni. And if you're paying attention, Joni's got the same necklace mm-hmm. as Grandma. Mm-hmm. Kind of a weird symbol. Yeah, because they're in the same club. <laughs> the same cult, yes. <laughs> she befriends her and she shows her neat seance trick. Mm-hmm. Back at her place where she brings back her son or daughter or somebody yeah. to knock and do some stuff. Yeah, because they met in the grief counseling. Mm-hmm. And then when her like, daughter We're talking died, Ouija board stuff here or what are we talking? Um, no Ouija board, but like a seance. Okay. A form of. Like put yeah. some candles out and, you know, chant and that kind what of stuff. What does she do? I mean, it, she, it's kind of like instead of like with the Ouija board where you're like, spell it out for me. It's a level of like we have a cup. If okay. it's this, move it to the right. If it's that, move it to oh, the yeah. left. Okay. Now, at Overlook, the director was there, Ari Aster, and he said there's there's no trick here. Joni, it was real. The supernatural stuff in this movie is all real. So it doesn't like Joni was playing a trick. They have this magic, and they're they're trying to... What? Yeah. Now she really hates the movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's real. What? Not, not, not In the movie. No, it wasn't Joni pulling a trick. No, he's not talking about... He's not He's talk, not talking about like in real life oh, it's oh, real. Oh, oh, oh. She's talk, he's talking about... In the movie. In the movie's yeah. universe, this is all real. It's not like Joni right. had rigged a trick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm totally no. with you. Yeah, yeah. They have these... <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> like, that director's crazy, man. No. I mean, in the movie's universe, this is all real. I'm looking at Adam across the table. Like. <laughs> there's no dreams. There's no tricks. Right, right, right. This is black magic. This <laughs> right. is... This is satanic worship. This is a cult that wants to bring back a prince of hell. Yeah. That needs a male body. Mm. And that's... that's. They they do need it. <laughs> I don't know why. They, they can't cross genders. but Those, it, those princes of hell, man. I You yeah. know. I'm all they want you. is a body. Ugh. So at this point, we start to realize there's, and there's convenient books of demon worship left around in some collections of grandma. Yeah. But there's a prince of prosperity. She only left four boxes. She left the good stuff, though. <laughs> See, why don't books. they ever bring back the prince of prosperity? Wouldn't we all like that? This, it was the prince of prosperity. Who wouldn't, like a, little more, who wouldn't <laughs> like a little more money? You know what I'm talking about? Is that is that what it was? The prince mm-hmm. of... Oh, interesting. It's kind of a rich cult, and that this is the prince they're going to bring back. Well, they need to afford more clothes. I'm going to be honest. The cult is naked. As you see them later in the movie, there are just naked older people in hidden in frames, looking in windows, mm-hmm. coming through doors. They didn't really go full frontal, though. They kind of did, but they didn't quite go like all the way. You're aware they're naked. Uh, you're aware they're <laughs> yeah. naked, but there was and a level kinda of... ashy and white and weird. Uh, you guys are... <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the little things. So the the son starts experiencing. The son feels bad. He feels bad, but there's something else going on where he sees himself like smiling at him. He looks at a reflection. It's not him in the reflection anymore. Like in the classroom, he looks and he sees himself looking back, but it all of a sudden smiles. It's the prince smiling back, isn't it? That's what they're preparing him for. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's ghost, because Tony Collette goes home and she tries the trick, and something comes back, and it is Charlie. Yeah, they need. For some reason, Charlie is the key. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand. Grandma picked Charlie, but Charlie was the wrong gender. They keep saying that, you know, really wish you were a boy or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But what they're going to do. They found a solution. What they're going to do is have Charlie possess the brother. So Charlie does come back, but it's a malevolent force. And you hear the clucking and there's there's shadows in the room. And at one point, Charlie's standing in the corner, I think, that you mm-hmm. see. So the brother is starting to go through a lot of bad stuff. And this is the middle part of the movie, and this is a slower-paced everything that's happened. 
because it, it's kind of a lull. I, I fully agree with that. But once it starts going in the finale, which we'll get into, it goes. But this movie is over two hours long. Correct. So Whew. considering how much happens quickly in the beginning, yep. and I mean, really, the, the, the final act couldn't have been more than a half an hour. There's no, no way. So, I mean, that segment mm-hmm. in the middle. It's a good hour, yeah. There, there's a lot of, like, what's going on? And you're... You don't really know the clear path. You don't know where this movie's going. You're kind of discovering things now. There's a seance angle and some ghosts and and like everyone's acting crazier. Like mom's acting crazier, brother's acting crazier, dad's just he's not aloof, but he's just kind of like, gosh darn it, why can't everyone get their shit together? Yeah. It just, I I don't know what to do with it yet. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good. It's well written. Um, the mom plays a level of crazy multiple times that... Um, you know, did you ever see United States of Terror that she was in that show where she was... No, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's just how she plays crazy. <laughs> yeah, Is that what you're saying? How okay. She plays crazy. Okay. No, I mean, it just... Um, the believability at times. Like, again, going back to, like, Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. It's wild what's going on, but it's very believable with the way the performances kind of portrayed um, everything that was happening. And I, I just think there was a, a few scenes in here where it was just a little much. Mm-hmm. And I think it took the believability out the window. Yeah, I, I can certainly see that. And it's a little bit of a weird universe. It's our universe, but like you said earlier in the non-spoiler review, it, something just feels off. It's not quite I it mean, follows. there's no police involved, yeah. really. They're not like a little bit angrier with the or like there's no like questions being asked about like what the hell's going on at that party. It's just kind of believe that she really just stuck her head out far enough in the car to get decapitated by a phone pole. Like I I don't know. And and brother was like traumatized enough where he just kind of drove the car home and left her like decapitated body in the car. Really, I I mean again. None of us know, right? We've yeah. never been in that scenario, so Thankfully. you never know how someone <laughs> yeah. would react. But there, there's just some weird things where I, I don't know. So as we get towards the third act, we're starting to things are 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 popping now because there's a book she's trying to burn, but it burns her. Oh yes, she's connected now. Yeah, who's the she we're talking? This is Tony Collette's character. She's one of the books that her mom had. This is the mom. Yeah, Tony Collette, and it's one of the books that Grandma had. Okay, I want to make sure I'm. Well, it was no. I think it was Charlie's Doodle Book. Oh, you're right. It was Charlie's Doodle Book. And 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 I think the significance of it was, um, it was used in the seance. Mm -hmm. So as part of the seance, there needed to be um, an object of the child's used as part of that. So I think there was a thought because after the seance and when she kind of came back part of her communication was through that doodle book that was used she, in the, the spirit is drawing in it now right yeah. so, so the thought is if i burn it maybe it'll all come to an end so we have charlie trying to come back and possess her older brother right mm-hmm. we have the mom has reconnected with grandma's friend and they're now getting into some kind of witchcraft or seancey stuff yeah we so don't I, know we don't know we don't it's know grandma's we, friend it's until like she's a little way, yeah way. yeah and then so it's this kind of premise, and, and the dad is just kind of like, why can't we just all get along? And He's worried about the son, because Tony Collette, we have some history that her character has some But why does she not like the son? You we kept don't, saying she kept referring to him we like... We don't know. We don't know. It's all left in the background. She tried to burn him alive as a kid. 
I mean, she's got issues. All the yeah, her grandma's I only got went issues. to the bathroom once. I don't know. And, yeah. So I mean, there's it's not spelled out. She's got issues with her son, and he's he's a nice kid. I mean, it, it, you don't think it's anything he did? It's something. Well, just you guys describing it to me, it sounds like it gets real muddy right in the middle of the story. Yeah. Like it gets kind of messy. It's well, stuff's kind of coming to a head. So weird things continue to get weirder, but at the same time, everyone's grieving right. in their own special way. Yeah. So it, there, there's weird things kind of happening. There, there's a lot of the grieving occurring, um, but meanwhile, people are trying to deal with grandma's death, Charlie's death, right? There's shit going on around them been, that they don't know what to do with. Grandma's body's been dug up. It's now in the attic, a little bit Hellraiser oh, style. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we find out something's happened. Yeah, whether the, to the cult, grave, whether the cult, put and the her cult up there. is converging on the house at this point. Right? See, I wish we had learned a little bit more about the cult. That was something where yeah. it felt like in Rosemary's Baby got a little bit more of a background with the cult. Yeah, and this is just like the naked bodies and ex- their presence. Their presence, and I assume they put the body up there. I don't. Tony Collette goes off the deep end, but that's later. I don't think she would have done that. You have no idea. There's a headless body of Grandma upstairs. Roger's like, what the? As you, as you normally Trust have in an wait, wait. So Charlie was beheaded, but there's also a headless body of Grandma. Oh, and those flies, man. And where's the, CGI the head? Where's, with the flies? Why don't they have the head for Grandma? Up in the attic. It was when there with, were all the bugs. Oh, yeah, but he asked about Grandma's head. It was. Oh, It's sorry. up there, too. No, uh, it's not. I no, don't, I don't think it is. I think no, it's a headless no, body. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if we ever found out what happened to Grandma's head. Okay. Yeah, because it, it matters at the end. There's something weird with heads. Okay, so, so we're all, we're all gonna. I'm hoping y'all will tie these all these loose ends together because I'm gonna come back. I know. <laughs> so in trying to destroy the book, I'm looking she, at Adam when she tries to burn it. Her sleeve catches on fire, and she realizes it's connected. So she can't do it. She wants her husband to throw the book in there, mm-hmm. and she figures it'll all go away. She'll well, be. She's consumed. like, I'm not gonna catch on fire, but we still need to get rid of this dang book. Well, I think it was. I think, I think, I mean, honestly, yeah, and it's like I, I the think it was self-sacrifice day, at that point. She didn't want to kill herself, but she knew she her knew husband. exactly what she was doing. She, she put lighter fluid on it. She wanted to burn it, but I thought, I think she thought it was going to burn her up. I don't think she made the connection. It was whoever was trying to burn it. Cause when he throws it in, he catches on fire. Right. It, but she knew the day before it had happened to her, to her. I mean, I, I think I'd have to see it again. Mm. But the way the scene, man, played, when you I, put lighter fluid on something that you knew already burnt you. Intentions are not good. But I, I think your intention was to take yourself out. Interesting. I'd have to see it again. That was my read of the scene is that okay. she was saying goodbye, you know, and, and maybe she was saying goodbye to him, but I really thought. So she thought it would just light her up quicker? It was connected to her. She she brought the seance hmm. back and that it was just going to go. She's wearing one of those necklaces, remember? Yeah, she she's, she's one wearing of one of those. So she's in the cult. No, she doesn't really know about it. I don't think. I mean, everyone's wearing the necklace, so it's kind of weird. It's there's definitely a level of like, what is her true role in this cult and her history in this cult? That's kind of cool. The necklace is a beautiful gold Mm -hmm. necklace, um, and I mean a special type of language. I I don't know if we ever find out what language it is, um, which is the same language in the books, right? That grandma's left behind. Um, so it's obvious she has the same necklace as some of the other people that also scare her. So it's weird. And here's the point I'm having trouble remembering. She gets full blown 
possessed or something happens to her. I don't know what triggers that, if that's clear or not. She goes full cuckoo? Yeah, she goes. Is there a triggering moment or is it just going to happen? I mean, I thought it was when, I thought it was when, in my perception, she had set her husband on fire. And that could be. Knowing what was going on. Um, I also think she realized she was going a little bit nuts when she destroyed her studio. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, some of those sleepwalking incidents. Again, I had forgotten that there yeah. was a mention of her having that problem in the past um, and a fire situation with her son. But mm-hmm. there's definitely, I, I think she realizes like she's losing it. I mean, even the project she's supposed to be working on, right? Where there's some hospital type of miniature she's doing, right? She's continuing to focus on miniatures that have to do with the grieving. Like she even does one of the accident scene, she which is insanely the... disturbing. The head on the road, yes. And I mean, these miniatures Charlie's are head. done insanely well. I mean, and it that's is the way the director disturbing. works. He does storyboards first. He had the visual look of the film yeah. down, and they had to build this house. There was no house that matched what he had yeah. dreamed up with this tree house and this weird house in the country. Yeah. So it has a very interesting visual look. But when she goes full-blown bonkers, <laughs> I thought this film worked gangbusters. I love this finale because <laughs> the son is looking for her and like, she's up on the roof behind him. Right? There's so much sweating in this film. Like everyone's sweating. Everyone's hair is wet. And <laughs> I mean, it's different. It's Polter- all uncomfortable. But she's like up on the roof behind him, right? In the living room when he's looking for her the first yes. time. And she's flying around. Yes. And I actually thought that was Charlie at first. And then I'm like, oh, no, shit, that's the mom. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, there, there are some scenes where Charlie's in the background. There are some scenes where grandma's in the background. So I think your mind immediately goes to one of them. And then it's like, oh, shit. No, it's yeah. the grandma up, or, or the, the mom, mom up there now. She's up in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's flying around. She chased him through the house. I, I thought there's an awesome scene where he gets up in the attic and she's oh, upside yeah. down, just banging her head faster yeah. than you can imagine oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. roof. Yeah, that was in one of the trailers. Whew. See, the trailer is... That, yeah, that is yeah. where she's banging her head on. She's upside down on and the And the trailer showed the dad on fire. See, they that's did. where I have yep. a problem with trailers. Yeah. Like, really? It sure did. I don't understand. Because I knew, I mean, after the scene with the brother and then the dad started to come down and the fire... You just... Come on. Let's have them, some things be a surprise. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop bitching about it. <laughs> I might not stop bitching about so it. So <laughs> the final, the final confrontation's up yes, in the attic. Yes, final. She flies up and she saws her own head off. Yes. There's some CG blood. We're not going to talk about it. But it's an effective scene. Like, holy shit. It's she's, effective. She's right in front of him with some. Honestly, they could have gone away with no blood whatsoever. Yeah. She's that stupid, like, noise. spray of blood. I, I, I'm <laughs> angry. It <laughs> wasn't necessary. It ruined it. Are we talking like Tarantino it didn't spray? Ruin it. No, I mean that's the thing. It's like a weird spray of blood that is like wuxia samurai to the neck. I'd have spray. to say. I mean, I I, I remember. <laughs> Listen, it, it could just be me. I'm sorry. These it are these are the me. things I that run be through. Full of shit. These are the things that run through my mind when you talk about this. It I just seemed it like a weird like level of blood spray that was distinctive from everything else on the screen. It did not look real at all. But to Adam's point, with the way she's kind of um, using almost wires, almost like straight out of audition, sawing her own head off. from her her miniature work. The way that is done, the performance, (laughs) the way it's played out. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. And it's just like, what, what, what what is, my my brain couldn't get off of the stupid (laughs) CGI blood. And then there's a shot 
of her headless body flying to the treehouse that I loved. It just kind of glides yeah. me. Well, you hear the thud upstairs. That was good. Yes. So you, you know don't. when she's done. <laughs> you don't quite see it. Yeah. And But I thought that was very effective. Yes. And then, yeah, later on. There's this scene of just this headless body. And she's wearing like a white dress, right? Mm-hmm. It just flies out. It's like gracefully. an old nightgown. Yeah, it's like an old nightgown. It just glides out to this treehouse and right like up no in the treehouse. Like no one in this day and age even knows where to buy a nightgown that looks like that. Mm-hmm. But she was, was it grandma's nightgown? I, I don't know. It was an old-timey nightgown. But yeah, that, that headless body. <laughs> Just going right up in the treehouse, man. Which is lit up, right? So, so that's, is that the end of the movie? That That's the brother watching this play out, right? So brother's finding all the dead bodies daddy's are coming up, in from the woods there's naked, naked bodies brothers like oh shit man something oh boy yeah it's so going sister's down. dead grandma's dead mom's everyone's dead, dead. Mm-hmm. he's freaking out he goes outside there's mom's headless body going up into the the treehouse gracefully gliding up into the treehouse and so what do we have to do we gotta go in the treehouse too and then and that is where the final act takes place. Well, the final scene, yeah. Yeah. It's, this treehouse is really plain on the inside, but now it's adorned. It's lit up. It's all golden from either daylight breaking or, or something. There's a lot of color. All the cultists are in there. It's a weird space. It seems bigger on the inside at this point. It there's does. So, there's so many people. And it's set up almost like a little primitive church. And then you see the sun. He's, yeah, this little treehouse can fit about 20 people comfortably yeah. in it. <laughs> It's kind of like the TARDIS. It's bigger yeah, on the inside. Yeah. At this point, it's it's somehow grown in size. But <laughs> but you see the the headless bodies of his grandmother and his mother, and they're knelt over, like worshiping. And then there's the son, and he's smiling. But there's like a Jesus-like figure mm-hmm. that's life-size, that's like completely gold. I think you see it in almost... the attic earlier, don't you? somewhere see that's what i don't know it, it's somewhat in the style of charlie's um creative pieces that she puts mm-hmm. together so is that the prince gold. is that supposed to be the prince the son is becoming the prince correct okay. yeah. so there's this this figure right and, and he's looking at it and then there's a level of like the passing of the crown mm-hmm. where everyone including headless grandma and headless mom are knelt before mm-hmm and Charlie head is there Charlie's head is up there somewhere like in a birdcage or something isn't it what oh i, I missed to, that I, I may be just imagining it. i thought her head was somewhere in the scene you saw the unrated version i saw the <laughs> i could be way off like i said i saw it a no month ago. it is totally there's a lot of stuff to take in from the tree well that's so. what i'm wondering i <clears throat> i remember the headless bodies i just didn't remember if charlie was there besides the weird statue that the and so it ends with him becoming he the prince he smiles like you saw him smile earlier he's now this prince of hell this prince of prosperity that this cult okay. wanted to bring back but it's charlie and her brother's body charlie was the chosen point. one for some reason so he is charlie at that point so when does that take place even when, when? does he become charlie uh, yeah i don't know see this is the stuff that's gonna keep me up tonight maybe when he w- he kind of wakes uh, up again after the attack from his mom doesn't he i don't know i Char- need to think about was charlie that. possessing the mom and then she possesses him i mean there's a lot Honestly, I'm going to see this movie again. I, when it comes out next week, I'm probably going to go see it in theaters again because there's so much around the fringes of this movie that I want to take in and, and give it a second shot. Yeah, I, I flat out see. loved it the first time I see it. So, But that can be a festival vibe. You're mm-hmm. When you're around people that are so high on horror movies and this is a big deal, sometimes stuff gets overhyped and you that aura of all the good buzz kind of makes you like a movie maybe more than you normally would. 
and I was over the moon when I first saw it, so I want to see it again to see where it sits. But I, I really liked the movie the first time I saw it. The scariest part to me was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just, just like being a mom, like the thought. I mean, every parent freaks out when their kids go out at night. So just that yeah. thought. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. there's yeah. this like battle between the son and the mom as to like who's really at fault. Because Charlie didn't want to go to this party. Yeah. No. So And having a 17-year-old son and a mm. 16-year-old daughter, that would oh, be yeah. a tough scene Listen. for me, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, she feels guilty. Obviously, he feels guilty. Um, so, to me, that was kind of the most, like, um, gut-wrenching piece of it. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is from everyone. Yeah. I want to read a lot of takes on it, too, because, I mean, there there could be some subtext and other themes I haven't picked up on. And there's a lot that could be hidden in this movie. Not like Kubrick level, but, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the fringes. I agree. So, I'm excited to dig in a second time. Is uh, Roger coming the second time? No. <laughs> no. He's already had, he says no, but his eyes say yes. He's the whole movie spoiled. I actually probably could go see it now because I know when to close my eyes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up then, right? Anything else? Any other? Any, I thought it was great. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. This yes. was fun. Thank you, Bridget. Absolutely. You have to come back again sometime. I will. Absolutely. Whether you like it or not, yeah, you're always welcome back. Now I know, now I know where to find oh, you. Oh, it's nice to have another voice on here because it's just been me and Roger for two years in this room. Oh my lord! Two white dudes that agree on everything. So <laughs> we 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 are very happy to have your voice here with us tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, well, thank you. All right, that's going to wrap it up for our spoiler cast of Hereditary. Adam, how can they find us on Facebook and the interwebs? Well, we have a website, filmcoterie.com. We're also on Facebook. If you just go to facebook.com backslash filmcoterie. And finally, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle on both, at filmcoterie. So we're everywhere. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll see you next time.